We live. We live, baby. We lit. What it do, Let's baby? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Ayo>. yo. <laughs> What to do, y'all? We's back. We are recovering from the beautiful. <laughs> well, I guess we're recovering from a couple things. One, we are recovering from the celebration of Miss Shatitz. <laughs> okay. Some things need to die with college. Okay. <laughs> we are we are recovering from that, but also recovering from the beautiful moments of our episode last week that we had with Miss um, Christina Giroux. That was yes. hands down one of my favorite episodes. She's a phenomenal woman. Yes. Just beautiful inside now. Still in awe, honestly. Like yeah. every day, like obviously she posts stuff all the time. And I'm just like, God damn, she's just fucking magnificent. Like Man, she posted some today. There's a new move. I cannot wait to get to class. Like that shit was so smooth. Ooh. I can't wait till my next class. Um, so smooth. Yeah. That was smooth. a good I know we say this, you know, every time, but I feel like, you know, the next guest is gonna have to be it's gonna be Big really shoes hard to, to fill. be. Like Big shoes. Man, because that episode was just, it was just so good. Like, it was good. I, I really listened to it that. several times. Just like, I'm take some more notes, sis. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to keep rolling. We are live with episode 11. <laughs> God, it start, it's, it's just not flowing off the tongue anymore. You really had to think about it. I really was like, what episode is it? <laughs> yes, yes. We are 11. We are here, and we're going to kind of dive into, so it is Mental Health Awareness Month, month of May, Mm -hmm. Um, so no better time for us to kind of dive into that and what mental health is to us, um, some common misconceptions about mental health, um, especially within our types of communities, and I'm sure other people, you know, who may not look like us may have the same um sort of backgrounds or same sort of thoughts or histories of what they've known about mental health so right. we'll kind of dive into this conversation and and hopefully one or two or 10 or 800 however many will relate <laughs> oh, I also want to give a shout out to um you know all of our fellow nurses it's you know national nurses week i think until i think until wednesday so shout out to y'all. Y'all don't get paid enough. But shit. Nobody in the <laughs> nobody get, field gets paid enough. Nobody get paid enough. <sighs> Especially after the panini. Well the panini that's still going on, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And uh that's real. Yeah. So but yes, yeah, shout out to all of y'all. We appreciate you. I know you are appreciated and um thank you for doing what you do. Helping the world go round. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Well, let's dive into this. Um, 
let's get going like one of like the common misconceptions about mental health so one of the biggest things I would say is that people think like therapy is like it's for crazy people mm-hmm. you, if something's wrong with your mental health you're crazy exactly you know I think that's one of probably the biggest um, misconception is that that mental health just equates to being crazy right and we don't talk about it because you know you're not supposed to be crazy you know like oh no you don't have mental health issues you're just having a bad day like suck it up you're fine Mm -hmm. but in all actuality it's like no there's some shit going on in my head and like I'm not crazy but like I should probably talk to Mm -hmm. you know a trained professional on this it's not my journal, but you yeah, know. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. that's real shit. That's a big one, and I don't know if that's you know across the board, but I know you know in the black community, you know that is a big one that we thrive on, unfortunately. So yeah, like you got you know, I guess maybe I, I don't know. I think I was oblivious, but. I didn't. I don't think I had like a crazy uncle or a crazy auntie. We never had mm-hmm. anybody who came up in the house, you know, at Thanksgiving doing anything crazy or, or nothing, you know, that acted an ass or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, that's you see that a lot in like um, black movies. You know, the crazy yeah. uncle, crazy auntie, the person who went to jail because they was crazy to kill. You know, just that crazy storyline. Yeah, you see that a lot too. Yeah, I which think... isn't necessarily true in all instances. I'm I'm sure people have family members with some sort of mental illness, but I mean, I think that's also why it's very hard for people to come out and say like something is wrong because of mm-hmm. the fact that we like, I mean, we're taught to like look down on that kind of thing or to like be hush hush about it. So like, mm-hmm. why would somebody ever feel okay to be like, you know, I'm not feeling a hundred today, like. Yeah. It's not where it's at. So Yeah. A big problem I think is there is there's no separation of mental health and mental illness. Yes. It's all lumped in with without the education of what it is, it's just one big thing. So if you're going to therapy, you got a mental illness. Like, no. Clinically I have not been diagnosed with any type of mental illness. Exactly. I, there's just other things going on that I, I I need a different point of view on. Exactly. And I think, I mean, that there's no separation. It's all one big thing. Then there's no education that it that it's different. It is. Is. Yeah. 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 It's very hard for people to grasp things that they don't understand, but it's also things that, like, I feel like that's generation, generationally, you know, passed down, things we don't know, so naturally they think, oh, you go to a therapist, you're fucking psycho, or, like, cuckoo, like, I'm like, no, I'd just rather talk my shit through than, like, let it eat me up on the inside. Like, that shit doesn't work. <laughs> like, yeah. people get the crazy uncle and shit like that for a reason. Probably because they're not talking about it. Like, yeah. y'all yeah. just like, that's just how he is. You're like, yeah. no, he might not want to be that way. Like, Or he might have some sort of mental illness that needs to be diagnosed and treated. Correct. By 
you know, an actual physician, healthcare provider. Um, but I like, like you were saying, like, it's just something that gets passed down and passed down. It's, and I think that happens because there's a lack of education about it. Um, as it's already known and continue to talk about it and things that we're, as we're trying to progress the world for equal rights, the healthcare for people of color compared to the healthcare of others are, were at that time, two completely different things. There was a lack of healthcare. Yeah. So if anyone did get, it's not like they could go to a mental health provider for counseling just for, you know, general, like anxiety or you know stress about whatever work relationships blah 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 there I don't feel obviously I was not alive then but I don't feel like that was a thing <laughs> that, that you know that that was people had access to back then yeah so if they did get it they probably got it at like a mental mental health asylum and boom you're crazy and that's just what was passed down because there was a lack of um um, access to that type of care right. as we're progressing in the world we're getting more access to that care and we're normalizing that it's okay to have that access but I definitely think that's why it was passed down because nobody knew and if you got care it was because you were crazy like quote right. unquote crazy right and I think yeah. I think black people too have like a very we have a very complex relationship with, you know, the healthcare system in general. So that's just another thing to like add on as far mm -hmm. as like not being, not having it accessible or as accessible as it should be because of that lack of trust and dynamic between, you know, healthcare professionals and, you know, us. So, yep. you know, there's always an extra level with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think given, you know, black people and people of color, we've like survived so much and prevailed through so much shit. Mm -hmm. So we like to think, well, not like to think, we know we are strong, right? right? We're, we are strong people, strong black people, strong black women, strong black men, strong people of color, strong Asian American, strong. Right. So I think it's common to think that mental health is a sign of weakness, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't want to go to somebody and them tell you that something's wrong with you. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm strong. I survived this. My people have survived this. Like it's strong as in my genes. So knowing, you know, that, you know, you're, you're not feeling your best today. You're not doing your best. You're feeling stagnant can be a sign of weakness. Yeah. And I think that's something that people, I, even me, myself, that, mm -hmm. you know, growing up, it's like, no, nah, you know, I don't, I don't need that. That's, that's, that's weakness. Like, no, ever you need it the same way you would go see like a financial advisor, the same way you would go, you know, get a trainer. Right. You, you don't know everything. Right. You and don't I don't know everything. <laughs> but, you know, funny enough, you know, um, Jackie and I actually talked about this a, a couple months ago. Um, and just for context, everyone, Jackie is Korean. Um, but Jackie! We... <laughs> hey, girl, hey. Um, we got on, like, the, 
the subjects of like you know like co-workers and I think you know she said basically in so many words you know like her white co-worker like breaks down in the office like often and like I you know after so many like words or whatever you know I just was like you know sometimes I do actually envy I envy white people as far as them being able to express their emotions because as minorities we are taught to not show emotions and as an adult I'm peeling back these layers of years and years of you know trauma and adjusting to the white society but we are not taught to show emotion we can't break down in the office and it's okay but also you know Jackie and I in the same regard we see a white person breaking down we're like why the fuck are you crying like that's our reaction versus what's wrong Yep, because you, you know got to I mean? be strong. You're taught to be in this, in America, you got to be strong. <laughs> you cannot show weakness. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a white person can feel all their feelings and it's completely valid. But, you know, we show emotions of like the world doesn't know what to do with it, nor do we necessarily. Like, sometimes I have, you know, like trouble grasping my own feelings. Like, why am I so upset about being sad? Like, I'll get mad at myself because I'm just like, girl, snap the fuck out of it. But, like, I'm, like, mm-hmm. trying to cut myself short on my feelings. And it's just like, why don't you just sit with your feelings for a moment, be sad, and then do what you gotta do. Like, not saying, like, you need to dwell on that shit, but, like, allow yourself time to feel whatever the fuck you're feeling and then go about your day like stop cutting yourself off like I was like mid crying I was like all right bitch that's enough yeah why are you cutting yourself off just let it out like right so you're cutting yourself off and then I'm getting mad at myself and then I'm crying even more I'm just like so that's the struggle of you know having this brave face you know like but again this is also a lot of mental trauma that like we don't even necessarily realize we have, I think, until we get older. Like, growing up, I think we always knew about it, but we never spoke on it. And now that we're adults, we're like, damn, that is kind of, that's kind of crazy. Like, you don't know that, you've never seen that many black people cry. Like, I think up until, like, my grandmother passing, I had never seen most of the women in my family ever cry and I'm just like I'm 28 years old I'm just now witnessing y'all cry like as an adult so like it's very rare but I don't know it's it's something it's something to like think about is that something so little as emotional like connections makes a difference with your mental health too not being able to feel it it hurts your mental health like yeah Yeah, that's definitely something I'd say the past year year and a half I've really am getting more in tune with is Mm -hmm. my feelings because every day isn't isn't a happy day you know there's gonna be days moments hours where something happens and something's wrong or you get mad you get even the good ones you know you're excited you're anxious you know, all, of course, happy, but those sad, those stressed out, those distressed type moments, you got to, you literally, I'm not saying to like dwell in it. I'm mm-hmm. not dwelling in it, but I want to feel it. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. What happened? What can I do 
to bring myself out of this? What can I do to make if this hap when this happens again because it's going to happen again what can i do to make it not as as severe mm -hmm. do do i need it to be severe for me to actually bounce back and recover do i need mm -hmm. to feel this like you know kind of learning what that is about me and what i me i need mm -hmm. to get myself back to where i think i need to be because what i need ain't what you need Right. right. So, and just like we kind of, I feel, I feel like we all always kind of get back to that same underlying message, but it, it's, you got to learn yourself. How do you learn yourself? I don't know. Yeah, taking sit. time, taking time with yourself <laughs> to with figure yourself. out what you need. You got to sit in that discomfort. Sit your ass down and I mean, feel something. I mean, but even... I don't even go so far as saying, like, so last year, you know, we was all in the house. So, like, we all experienced very high, like, high stress and just a lot of anxiety and emotions when it comes to, like, being Black in America. But, like, you know, we also had a lot more conversations about being Black in America. I mean, we talk about it all the time. So, I'm not saying, like, oh, we don't discuss race. That's not a thing. Ma America but, started talking about being Black in America. Exactly. And we start talking about how, you know, it's about fucking time. I know we had to down camera for you to start talking about it. But that's neither here nor there. But what I'm trying to get at is, like, I want to say it was, um, I remember I went on. A run, and I don't know if you remember this because this challenging my brain a little bit. It was after Amai Arbery died, and I went for a run, and I remember I was like crying, like through the run, and then I came back home, and I remember I like told you about it or whatever, and I just like I don't know why I'm so fucking emotional about this. Like that shit hit different. Like we talked about it, but like. I think just, like, even opening up to somebody about me crying, like, telling somebody, like, bro, I really cried on this run today. Like, mm -hmm. it really got to me. You know, so, like, even just telling people the fact that I cried, like, obviously people know you cry, but, like, telling somebody, like, it was really fucked up. Like, I legitimately was bawling, running around yep. my, you know, neighborhood, and we're just, like, just having those kinds of conversations, right? Because like, yeah, that I mean that whole situation is, I mean conversations we've already had, but a whole another conversation for this podcast. But yeah, yeah, I, because those situations having to relive an innocent person die because of the color of their skin, right? Fucks fucks with your mental. It does, and we don't normally talk about it. Yeah, and then you just have to keep reliving it. You have people coming to you, what can I do to help? How can I do this? I, 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 tell me what to do. And you just keep, mm -hmm. it just keeps going in your brain, and you're like, bruh, for one minute, let me just be. So, yeah, that whole, I mean, besides the, the Panda Express, <laughs> um what was happening in America a mm. year ago and shit to this freaking day mm -hmm. fucks with your brain. The media will fuck with your brain. That's, that is their one job. They don't care about reporting the real, the right 
true stuff. They just gonna report the shit that's gonna fuck with your brain. Also, man, it, it it definitely. I think it made us all kind of like sit with our feelings. I think. Mm-hmm. You I, ha- I mean, you had it was literally in your face. No matter what you were doing, and it's not like we could do shit else. We couldn't do nothing else. And I think I think what made it worse for us is like we already knew it was happening, so like we didn't need to watch it for it to like come out. But then mm-hmm. I think what really got to me, at least, is the white people checking in and asking me, did I see the shit? And I'm just like, I didn't realize how exhausting that was. Like, like that was taking a toll on me. And I remember who it was. I still follow her. Her name is like, like Mo Motivator, something like that. And she was like, let y'all black friends grieve. Let them live. Let them breathe. Like, they are grieving like they are tired just give them a day give them a week mm. no they not okay stop asking questions you already know the answer to like <laughs> if i say i'm good you know i'm lying and if i tell you my emotions you don't know what to do with it because you white at the end of the day so you can only understand so much before you can no longer sympathize because you don't live my experience so it just was like counterproductive i understand you want to be here there's really no like right way how to handle that. I think at the end of the day, but it was exhausting last year, especially last summer. Like, who Chile? That's for another day. Yeah. So it was definitely exhausting. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll say, I mean, I I appreciate anybody who checked in. You know, people who I care about, people who care about me, who checked in right. for me. Right. You know, not because. I'm black, but just, you know, checking in cause because shit, I mean, even to. if you weren't watching the news, I don't know how you weren't, but even if you weren't watching and you didn't really know what was going on, you just knew times was rough, especially given me and what I do for work, times is rough. So people to check in, have that mini conversation. There's, I mean, there's a lot of times I, I, I still don't have answers for you as you know, you need to figure out what you need to do to help that situation by doing your own research, your own type of education. Mm-hmm. I'm not an educator. But, I, I mean, I appreciated that, but just asking, you know, what do I do next? I'm like, you you need to research what you do next. That was, I think that was for me maybe where I was kind of like, all right, get it out of my face. I can't be your black person playbook. <laughs> Yeah, I can't be. But a t- I, but you know, the love and support an that was, um, that was, I appreciated that. So I, I didn't mind anybody hopping, hopping in my inbox, sending me a text message like, "Yo, you good?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I appreciate you. Well, no, I'm not good, but I'm gonna say I'm good. But I appreciate <laughs> you. I appreciate you. Well, that's also the first time too that I think a lot of us were very open and honest about not being good. Because like in normal situations, you know, before COVID, I would have just been like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm straight. You know, or I'm all right." Like I ain't like going to depth, like detail. Like, mm-hmm. oh yes, this is what I felt this morning, but now I'm great and blah blah blah. Just be like, I mean, you didn't see the news, so I'm I'm as good as you expect me to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the first time I think I was honest with a lot of people who you know yeah for sure for sure but you know for sure we we talk um we talk a lot about like physical health like we've already had our episode the grind don't stop i believe that was episode three maybe two or three 
maybe four. It might be five. Maybe five. Ooh, my bad. It was somewhere up in there. Um, <laughs> so if you have not listened to that, go back. It was a good one where we, you know, kind of talked a lot about physical health and I think how we needed a rest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we do right now. Because Shatiti had me out here fucking taking tequila shots like I was 22 years old. Listen, y'all. Arizona said, we outside. And I said, okay, let's let's do it. <laughs> she also took shots of Jaeger, which to this day makes mm. my stomach upset. I don't, ugh. I, mm. I just want to know why men thought it was okay to buy me Jaeger shots. Like, buy me but a Jaeger The thing bomb. is, like, he literally, he bought, I feel like he bought at least 15 shots. And I'm like, who about to take this? Because I ain't. I'm walking away. The sad part about it is I really only remember taking one. Gross. <laughs> and I well, know it was but I think one. after that, you probably fail, like, three times. So. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, it was so much fun. Oh, that was good. So, so we're still recovering mentally, physically, emotionally. (laughs) Man, we back. But so, why do you think mental health is equally as important as physical health? I I think I'll go so far to say I think that mental health is actually more important than physical health because I think in order for you to in order for you to fully grasp your physical health, you have to get your mental in check. Like, I'm not saying your mental has to be perfect, but most successful, like, physical transformations come from a mental breakthrough. So, mm-hmm. and I think you, anything before that, you was probably bullshit. I think it was a quote by, like, Will Smith. He said a lot of good shit. But he said something I like... I love Will Smith. Oh, my God. He, what song Which he's going on to? his little, you know, his little transformation. I know. But, no, but he said, um, he said something along the lines of, like, once you, once you take control of your mind, like, can't nobody stop you. Like, I don't know what it was. That quote was so fucking good. I'm going to have to figure out where it's at. But... He, in so many words, you know, said that, like, you're nothing until you get your mental in check. Like, you can have it all going on on the outside, but mentally, if you are not well, it doesn't matter. So, like, once you grasp your mind, you can do anything. Anything. And I just was like, first of all, love you. Love your family. Love everything about you guys. (laughs) But, like, he's spot on. Like, I think mental health, and I think... To be honest, I think, like, I don't feel like I prioritized my mental health until I started, like, being serious on my on my physical journey. Like, 2019? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I guess we, we also talked about it in that episode that your physical health, it's a journey. On that journey, you're going to mature. Mm-hmm. And as you mature, you're going to start to see it don't matter. You know, me lifting all this weight, what that what that mean? Right? It's just, what is what does it mean to me mentally to lift that weight? What does it mean to mm-hmm. me to stick to my routine? What does it mean to me to create a routine, uh, to stick to my routine? Why am I sticking to this routine? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Oh, because blah, 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 blah. It makes me feel good. I... I feel yeah. in control, I'm organized, whatever, whatever your reason may be, but 
But that's what everything. I mean, even in so even in our yoga teacher training, they said that there's two types of yoga. There's aesthetic yoga and there's functional yoga. They said mm-hmm. most people start for the aesthetics of it and they don't even know, you know, like it's for the alignment, it's to look pretty, it's to, you know, it's supposed to be for the physical practice. But when you actually get down to the nitty gritty, functional yoga is not going to look the same on everybody. It's going to be what feels good for your body like and I honestly feel like even my mental breakthrough through yoga like it didn't happen for a good like year or so like until I had like a breakdown and like hot yoga not like breakdown in a bad way either. it was like good this is my body type shit but it it all goes hand in hand like everything that you do that probably has some kind of physical aspect it's all about your mind at the end of the day. If it's yeah. not working, check your mental. Yeah. That, that's what I got to say about that. Yeah. And I mean, also, like, to go with, like, the yoke, like, yoga and, like, recovery, like, with your physical health, you're starting your physical, yeah, physical health, you're, you focus more on just the actual like your lift or your run, you know, Mm -hmm. you have your warm up, you have your cool down. Oh, my muscles are aching. What do I do to address that? Right. Same thing with mental health, you know, like, man, like I, something, I'm just off. Something's not okay. How do I get, how do I address that? How do I take care of that? Same thing. Same type of thing. 100%. Yeah. And I think it like as you know, same with your physical health. If something wrong, you know, you might go do like a massage, or you might, if it's that bad, you might need to see like a physical therapist, or do some sort of um, foam roll, or go do something, get stretched out, or whatever. That should be the same thing for your mental health. So I think it just needs to normalize that it's okay to not be okay and or to not seeking, have all the answers yeah or not to have all the all the answers so it's there there's no not a problem for you seeking treatment for something that you know is not okay like damn my back hurts i gotta go get that checked out dang right. i'm i'm sad i feel stagnant i need to go get that checked out same right. thing right and as that normalizes i think more people will be into it. That's I'm not gonna lie, I love this. I'm like, I'm a low key like geeking out on this a little bit because my undergrad was in psychology, and this is like bringing me like yes. back, back, like my first when I like graduated. Back in the time. Yeah, back in the day. Literally, I think it is. Is it ten years this year? No, next next year. Next year will be ten years since I graduated from undergrad. Yeah, I'm old. Ooh, tell me you're old without Oof. telling me that you're old. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, but that was my thing when I was an undergrad. I was like, I want to be a psychologist. But then <sighs> other things chose me. Happened. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Doing other things. Oh, yeah. So tell me, like, what do you do to take care of your mental health? Well, you know, we'll start with saying, you know, I I acquired a therapist last year. Um, 
my like OG podcast I listen to the read. Shout out to them. Um, I've been listening to them since 2015, and they're both black queer, um, and they advocate so hard for black people to go to therapy you know at the time I was like eh, you know there's nothing wrong with me I don't know why I would need to go you know I still had that mindset and it honestly you gotta think if I've been listening to them since 2015 and like they go hard for therapy like hard hard like they'd be like oh you broke up with him go to therapy oh you and your friend having a rocky day go to therapy like it's not like a like they're normalizing it from top to bottom it's not like a oh, somebody has to die for you to go to therapy type shit. But, so last year, so I've been listening to them for five years. I had been listening to them for five years before I finally was like, I need to go. But I think that was also, like, very beginning of the pandemic. And, mm-hmm. like, COVID talk was, like, starting to, like, fuck with my anxiety. Like, I was at work, like, having breakdowns, like, mental breakdowns. Like, I was literally going to the bathroom just to, like, control myself like I'm like I'm having panic attacks at work and this is not okay like I don't like Mm -hmm. but at the time you know we didn't have answers you know COVID seemed like it was just in the air for funsies like shit didn't make sense they didn't (laughs) have the air for funsies I'm just saying like nobody had the answers it was pissing me off and then they just wouldn't stop talking about it at work and it was too much so I think that last the last week I went to work is when I actually started therapy and it was like perfect timing to like transition work from home and mm-hmm. you know my god bless my therapist okay because she got my life together you know like technically I went to her because of you know like COVID talk but then obviously you know we have the daddy issues over here previous like abusive relationships shit like that so like we had shit to talk about but mm-hmm. you know COVID drove me to therapy. It took me over the edge. Like, sis had, sis had daddy issues since the beginning of time, so that didn't change. But I just want to say, guys, I just want to say, please go to therapy. Just please go to therapy. I talk about therapy openly, and honestly, I tweet about it, write about it, all that, because so many people have, like, hit me up on the side and DM'd me and just been like, you know, like, how did you find your therapist? And like, what was your first steps? And blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't have all the answers, but I will give you all the fucking tools that I have. Because even when I feel like I ain't got shit to talk about to her, we still figure out shit to talk about because life happens along the way. Like, last I think like a couple weeks ago we talked about yoga teacher training because of Mm -hmm. my dilemma as far as like do I want to teach where do I want to teach and like my audience like I went into this for black women so like am I going to conform and just go to whatever yoga studio like we spent like half an hour talking about that because it's deep yes representation it matters. Representation. It matters. Yes. So sometimes, it matters. Sometimes she's a life coach, but you know, whatever. But that's neither here nor there. So, you know, therapy is good. Yoga, you know, we're getting back to hot yoga streets. That is for my mental. I don't consider it a physical practice. Like, yes, mm-hmm. it's physical, but it is for my mental because one, I don't have my phone in front of my face because my phone would be burnt in that hot yoga sauna. And with a little error message. That's what Your I'm phone saying. is too hot. Your phone is overheated. 
But then too, you can't if you don't focus on your mind in hot yoga, you overheat very quickly and you end up borderline about to pass out. So again, hot yoga is for my mental, it's not for my physical. And then I honestly look surprisingly, everyone. Don't know if you guys know this, but I really like to do puzzles because again, you don't have to be on your phone. I can just put that phone. It's really the phone. Just put the phone away. <laughs> put the oh phone. yeah. To, whoa, we're we're part of that generation where you know, the last generation that went outside. So I think that's why I struggle so much with like being on my phone all the time. Like, twenty twenty, my screen time went up so much, and now that we kind of going back to normal. I'm trying to transition myself off. Like, no phone after 10 o'clock. No phone when I'm, like, with my people. Like, even on vacation. We took our pictures, and then I flipped my phone over. Like, I need my memories. So, mm-hmm. th- that's, that's what we got. Top three. What about you? Mia? I definitely think phone is a, a big cause of stress and mental health issues so definitely limiting screen time so I have it on the phone like on my phone where it gives me my uh weekly report Mm -hmm. um and I am just week by week just trying to bring that down um so that's my goal I have it to where I forget what it's called downtime maybe so I have where my phone is downtime um weekdays I do 7 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. or not 8 a.m. 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's just like so or wait no that's wrong 8 p.m. to 7 a.m. Okay. Is downtime where you know I can't do anything which sucks because a lot of times I'm like give me 15 more minutes because I can look at TikTok while I'm in my bed. I need to get better at that but TikTok just cracks me up. It makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I trying to get better at that that will dramatically dramatic dramatically jesus bring my (laughs) bring my um screen time down so i'm really trying to limit that um getting outside as you know if i'm outside even better bonus plate of food i am happy i'm in my element i am at peace so spending more time outside, even though it's starting to get hot as balls in Arizona, still in the morning time, it's really nice. So just trying to find a way in at nighttime too for right now. It's it's nice out. So trying to find ways for me to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, the gym is more mental than physical. Don't get me wrong. We here for physical gains, but having that, you know, hour to two hours dedicated just to me. That's something that's also good with my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I've looked into, and I'm trying to find a um, counselor. Okay. Is that what they call? What do you call them? I mean, I think you can call. I mean, there's like a a, a couple of words to call them, but they all mean the same Therapist. thing. I think. I think it's. I think if you. I think if you require medication I think that's a specific type of um, I think they're like I don't know what they are I think they have a separate title everyone else kind of like falls under like therapist counselor life coach type shit yeah I'm actively trying to find someone the one that I did find like we 
like I, she called and we talked and it was good, but she wasn't like contracted with my insurance. Mm. And she was like, so, I mean, like we can still do this, but like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be really pricey. And she was like, I can give you a couple other people to look into that actually have your insurance. Cause my insurance, mm-hmm. they just got weird little caveats and stuff. So I'm trying to find, I, I find that cause like, I, like I told her and I, I don't mind sharing it. Like sometimes I just, I just feel stagnant. Like nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. but I just feel stagnant. And I kind of mentioned that a little bit today on my Instagram, like, like being com- like just comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm comfortable and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, like the balance between being comfortable and finding a new challenge and mm-hmm. ways to not feel stagnant. So yeah, so I'm doing that. <sighs> Trying to get rest. Rest helps my mental health too. Yes. I need more rest. You know, we get elevated every now and again. We try. We try. Yeah. Get elevated in the state of Arizona. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) So that's nice, too. Look, we try. That's all we can do. Yeah. So, elevate my mind. Mind, mind your mental, folks. Just take care of you. I mean, we can preach, you know, obviously that mental health is important, but I think until you figure out, I, I, I don't want people to have to like feel like they hit a wall before they start caring, but unfortunately, I think that's what happens to a lot of people. Like, I mean, even me getting a therapist, it took me having, you know, panic attacks at work to be like okay sis guess it's time to face your fears even though you got even though I went to therapy and I said how the fuck was I so scared and I was like this is you know generational trauma thinking that you know like you only go to the therapist when you cuckoo Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh so she's normal she's a human like yeah you know sis talks I talk back like yeah it's not that bad it really is not um I will say you know because I do know that we have some some non-melanated listeners because that seems to be the big the first thing that they ask is where I got my therapist my therapist is from therapy for black girls I'm not saying that you can't have a black therapist I'm just saying that's where I got minds from so I can't necessarily recommend you to someone who is not black um if that matters to you, I just know that I wanted to have a black therapist because the last thing I wanted to do was already be uncomfortable and going and then having to explain my race, like while talking about my experience. Like when I the tell importance her of representation, that's what I'm saying. Like when 2020 was happening, I didn't have to explain to her why I was so emotionally like distraught over George Floyd. I didn't have to tell her. She knew what was going on. And we just kind of took, you know, some time. Like, even with my boss, same thing. Like, I didn't have to explain to her why the fuck that shit got to me. Like, you know? And I'm not saying all white people are like, what's wrong with you? Not saying that by any means, but it definitely matters to have that representation. And I'm not saying everybody who's black needs to have a black therapist, but I think it helps. It's it's less things that you have to worry about um so yeah therapy for black girls they put your insurance in there cross-reference it 
do what it do. Go on psychology today. Make sure they actually certify. Not that I don't think. I don't know. That was just my me being weird. I was like, let me double check and make sure they're actually saying who they are. But yeah. So those are my those are my plugs. Therapy for Black Girls. Psychologytoday.com. Just make sure that they're real. Um, to make sure that they're real. You know. You know, there's some weird stories out there where, like, people acting like they, you know, doctors and medical professionals, and they're not. And I'm just like, it's that is true. I mean, but I also will say something about therapy that I think people, you know, don't know about is that because I go to therapy, I no longer have to lean on my friends as much as I used to because of the fact that, like, I'm pouring you know, my cup into her, but she's getting paid to pay attention Mm -hmm. to that. Whereas, you know, if I'm having a bad day or you're having a bad day and you come to me and you, you know, like you like, you need my full attention. I can't always give you my full attention because I might not be a hundred percent. And so also recognizing, you know, like Mia, you how you know what's going on? How are you today? If you say I had a shitty day, I'm not gonna load something onto you. So like being mindful of that, but like also when you have a therapist, direct that shit to her. Like mm-hmm. I said, you can't lean on your friends, but I feel like it definitely took a lot of weight off of them. Like obviously, I still vent to them. We still have our talks. I'm not saying like, oh, you need to stop putting all this shit on your friends, but you don't realize how much you are sometimes like sometimes mm-hmm. you don't realize how much you not having like those hey girl what you be, what you been up to what you been doing like sometimes we just kind of be like hey girl it's time to vent like and we just talk about ourselves and don't even say how you doing you know mm-hmm. so therapy works guys i'm just saying i'm just saying your friends will love you for it i'm just saying not saying my friends said that <laughs> I can't even hold that in. Hi, Russ. <laughs> Russ said, "Bring your ass out. Play he's, with me." He's, he's still going. Come fly with me. Come fly. But yes, therapy works. It's great for people. It's great for everybody. It's great for you. It's great for your mental. It's great for your friends. It's great for your family. And we're just gonna be great individuals with better minds. So yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Well, that's what we got, y'all. <laughs> Russ threw my whole mind off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see her face. She's just like, what? what? I, I can't. What? I can't do nothing about it. And just let him just roll. I knew it was put in a return, so it was fine. Look, yeah. apparently y'all like to hear us laugh and cackle about absolutely fucking absolutely nothing. nothing you know absolutely nothing it's fine it's, it's it is what it is it's but all right do. y'all find us um on instagram at a little s and a and d m you can find me at mia the g standing firm that g is for gangsta do not forget it don't you forget it mm. Nah, we back. <laughs> we lit. And you can find me on Instagram at Fetish Fire. 
Yay! We got it. We rolling. All right, y'all. <sighs> Wahala. Bye.